My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Can we be nice? This is Zulbatis Raptelela, Mr. Mayor. Can we... Um... I was wondering if we could uh, ask the mayor to indulge us and back and answer music because he's got the groove. <laughs> Good morning, morning, morning. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. How are you, sir? No, I'm very well, thanks. Thank you for having me on, on your show and I must greet all the SAFM listeners and say good morning. Thank you for waking me up very early today. <laughs> you, you look like you've been up since, what, two o'clock? You look fresh and physical. You know, when people wake up very early and it's not the usual time, their yeah. eyes will tell you a story. I hope my eyes are telling a story. <laughs> well, they're nice and very yes. Like, you know, you're watching TV or reading newspapers and going through minutes. Is, is that what you get to do every every morning? No, no, not really. It's uh, I prefer just reading up on random things just to clear the mind and do something different uh, and, and look forward towards the day, plan my day properly. And then I get into the groove of things when I get to the office. Is it? Yeah. You're not like uh, the people we know. They drink a lot of coffee before they do anything. It's like coffee first Mm -hmm. and social media and then the day starts. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I like, uh, it, it, for me, mostly, okay, the coffee part is, is there. Is there. And yeah. uh, sometimes I need a bit of music in the morning just to get me going. Ah, my man. My man. And and then you, you get on with the business. Yes. yes. You, you, do you check emails? Because, I mean, people like you, mm-hmm. in your position as executive mayor, it's almost like your, your, your phone never goes off and uh, your email or is always your inbox is always chockers you're most likely to just check your emails look the, the this phone is a messy business <laughs> i mean there's, there's just so much there's whatsapp there's this there's that but you got to check uh, these things and be able to communicate and um i often check just before i sleep just to check if i've responded to as much as possible during the day yeah uh, when i start my new day i need to do a clean slate and just look forward and and be hopeful and just get into a nice group from the morning what, what time does your day end? Uh, it, it depends. No two days are alike. I mean, uh, yesterday was around 8. Today it could easily be around 10. That's uh, when you leave the office? That's when you leave the office. So things would differ. So depending on the type of day that one is having. So, I mean, uh, you really work from... I mean, I've started working today from half past four in the morning. <laughs> I've finished <laughs> easily around 10. So it's, it's, it's just that life. Uh, no overtime, I suppose. No, no, no. For us, there's no, there's no, there's no eight to half past four, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Serving our people is a is a long, I mean, long hours. Eh? But it's quite fulfilling, though. Tell us about the fulfilling part, because mm-hmm. obviously, being someone who's known as the youngest mayor in the country, mm-hmm. uh, with so much ahead for you and with so much going on and people your age doing other things as well mm-hmm. preoccupied with other things you are preoccupied with serious stuff and very good mm-hmm. at it yeah no, no, no definitely I, I think uh, that's my purpose I think that's, that's, my, my, that's my calling I mean the, I'm where I should be doing what I should be doing 
Um, so, so, so for me, it's just that easy. So it's, quite, it's something which I, I find quite fulfilling to do. Um, it's because I also recognize that there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the country. So as opposed to being outside and, and saying uh, someone should have, they could have, I'd rather put myself in that position so I can serve while well, I still have the energy, the time. I don't want to serve when I'm, still, when I'm 70, please. So by the time I so get to go, a retirement, does it? no, no, no. I don't. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of working hard today is yeah. so that you can enjoy tomorrow. So I'd rather do it while I still have the time and the energy to do so. And w- when did this political uh, activism start? Obviously, by the look of what you've done, you you've been pro getting things done. Correct. You've been pro stability mm-hmm. and sustainability as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that emanates from somewhere. Correct. I I blame my mother. Um, really? Is she <laughs> listening? Mom, good morning. <laughs> morning, ma. <laughs> it was the first time ever giving my mother a shout out on a radio interview. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time ever. Yeah, you're the man. <laughs> she said, well, uh, obviously, you know you're going to take her something when you're going to see her because, uh, you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. No, so I, when I you say you blame your mom, tell us how. Well, she's the one who was uh, very active politically back in the 80s as well. So we come from Etogoza originally. Um, so my mother was quite active back in, in high school days and has been someone who's always been challenging, questioning, uh, being almost a rebel as well. So, and oh, again, being critical of many things. So I, I get it from her. So I was born in a very politically active um, family. Uh, so it's something that I was I was fortunate with having to experience it in, in my immediate uh, circumstance, including what my mother instilled in, in, in us, which is to question, to think and make uh, a decision for yourself and what's good for you and understand where you fit in, in the greater scheme of things and to find your space. So, I mean, she's taught us those things and which I, which I implement today, which have been uh, very, very, very valuable lessons uh, that I've learned. You know, you're talking about that as well. You hear a lot of young people saying they're not being listened to, uh, they're not being given opportunities. J- just for you getting into office, being elected, you mm. know, a lot of people showing confidence in you mm. and going into a space where there are people with experience mm. who've been there before. How was that transition? Look, I mean, we must also equally define experience. <laughs> you could be doing the same thing for 20 years and you say you've got 20 years experience. I may, differ. <laughs> I may say <laughs> you've got experience for one thing. So, so I think I, I, in the limited time I was afforded the space to do something. Firstly, as a member of the mayoral committee responsible for economic development, I delivered, which gave me a platform to then say I can do more. And, and people looked at the track record, looked at ability, capability, and, and your drive as well to make up an, a, a view about you in order to trust you. Because, I mean, it's not a small change that one manages. I mean, 1.3 billion rands. In the greater scheme of things, it's nothing but it's 1.3 billion rands. If we were in the private sector, would be a listed entity now. I mean, collecting... Well, you're acting like one because things are happening. Correct, in, correct. In correct. And that should be norm, eh? And the scary part, that that should be the norm, norm for every municipality that you adopted that and you say but what can you how can we best sweat the assets we have make the best decisions and ensure that you're running a sustainable and financially viable municipality in in the portfolios that uh, you've been responsible for which one has been the most challenging well um i have not 
have been responsible for too many portfolios. So the first one, uh, which is the only one I managed before being executive mayor, was the economic development one and housing in the municipality, where one introduced some reforms to uh, make decisions quicker, to be competitive, to lower turnaround time on key land use applications. Yes, yes. I mean, those are significant things because that's that's what makes or breaks uh, the municipality's economic uh, thrust. Because it's on your ability to approve rezonings and get business to set up and build in your area as quickly as possible and to compete with other areas as well. There's something that I took pride in because we, could, we managed to reduce the turnaround times uh, from easily a year, some of those things, to about 90 days. So they're making us very competitive. And we're, the beauty of us is that we're a very compact municipality and we're able to turn around with quick decisions and, and we're very agile and very competitive. Yeah, we're chatting to the executive mayor of uh, Midvale local municipality. The uh, auditor general loves you. <laughs> Madly, <laughs> tell us why. Look, I think the AG just um, has commended the good work that we've done over the past five years with getting five consecutive clean audits. And that's how that's amazing. It should be a norm again. That, that just should be a norm, just doing your job. And I keep t- saying to my staff, I mean, we're just doing our job. So I don't want anything. Just do your, just pitch and deliver. That's all I ask from you. Because um, what we do is not for ourselves. It's for serving our communities and ensuring that our people in our communities uh, get a sustainable service delivery and incremental over a period of time. Yeah. Uh, invest in infrastructure, attract growth and investment to deal with the issue of unemployment, empower our people as well. And where there isn't any social and engineering infrastructure we must do so within the means and capabilities of our budget as well so 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 i mean if you look at within that frame then you understand the importance of a local government in fact what i enjoy most about a local government is that it's less about political i mean political identities and ideology it's about the people it's about the people i mean when you open your tap you don't see whether the water coming is from a capitalist party or communist party it's water so it's just clear water. Well, I hope for many of our people it's clear water. When you flush your toilet, you don't want it coming out of your kitchen. You want it to go, in, to, go to the right place. And when you drive in the roads, you want a pothole to be fixed. You couldn't care who, whether it's the ANC, DA, whoever. You just want the road working, finished yes. and clear. Yeah. So it's there. It's just about delivery, bread and butter things. How did you get your staff to go along with you? Because you credit them. Mm. Um, following the, the clean audits that you've had consecutively, mm-hmm. you always credit your staff for going the extra mile for being on the ball. How do you get them to that level? Because mm. in, in many places, it's a minefield. Correct. Look, I think there's a combination of factors. One is our organizational culture, that we've created a culture of delivery of performance. And secondly, is performance uh, evaluation and management. So if you manage that, then you also change and shape people's behavior. Because now, generally, people respond to things that you, mo- you, you, you monitor and measure. So once we put those incentives in place to correctly evaluate where we are, our performance, be able to respond quicker and deal with issues and troubleshoot. So those things help us as a municipal to to happen as things happen as well and 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 not to take a back seat and respond only like a slow and and tired uh, institution so we're well all smooth running machine where I believe our our, our, our officials and uh, are on the ball they are competent and we hire mostly on I mean in fact all the time on competence on your ability I couldn't care whether who you are where you're from as long as you can do the job and you can do it really well and you're the best skill we've attracted I mean that's what you do so so um, we ensure that we, we understand our core business 
and in our minds it's very clear what we're here to do which is to serve our people that everything else is secondary including which political party you affiliate to is secondary we just want those uh, the best of the best that can come and work for us to come and do that and deliver you know i i, I like the idea of a quicker a shorter turnaround time and the fact that in terms of what your officials are able to do you measure it immediately Mm. so that people get results as to whether they're doing a good job or a bad mm. job and where they need to mm. uh, improve. That, for me, comes across as an appreciation that you are actually paying attention mm. to what they're doing and you're giving them the kind of feedback they can build on. Is that what has changed things around? Look, it has. And also, you, you know, many things start from leadership. If you've got a leadership that's sleeping on the job and on autopilot, everything else crashes from there. But if you've got a leadership that's on the ball and that's asking questions, looking uh, at things and reading reports and giving inputs on substantive issues, this is how you influence and shape the beast called government. So you need to be ever-present, engaging with your staff and ensuring that you are fair with the issues that's within your your your, your area of control. Um, I mean, that's what we do. So, so if you correct the leadership issue first and ensure, I mean, you'll be amazed what we can achieve as a country if we just insist on the best leading us. The executive mayor of uh, Midval Local Municipality. The question is, where was he when I was in school? <laughs> he would have been my best friend, I tell you. I think you and I would be somewhere. I have a message from uh, Gift Masasela on Facebook. He says, I still recall Bongani at an early age. He was the generation after me. You could tell that he is special, humble, uh, a special humble boy during riot times, obviously when political parties were at each other's throats in the early 90s. He says, I used to sleep at his parents' house after patrol hours because we couldn't sleep at our homes, reasons being afraid of the police. By then, Bongani was still young. God yeah. bless you, Mr. Maloy. <laughs> Yes, no, 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 no. no. I, those were those those days were, were fun. I mean, those are quite informative uh, days for, or, or rather, formative days for for me that shaped my outlook on many things. Uh, so you you inhaled quite a bit of tear gas as well. Oh man, I, I think uh, the the guys who used to sleep at my house, uh, my mother's house, also left in, even their weapons there. Sometimes I'd play with those and be in trouble. <laughs> so it was an interesting environment in those days. I mean, you can remember what was happening oh, yeah. oh, in yeah. Togoza in those days. Uh, just it was, it, was it was really rough. So yeah. I, I got, I, I grew up just around that time. Uh, I was very young, but I can still remember a number of those things. Hey, I've got memories. Eh? Yo, I've got yeah. memories. Hey, we could talk there all day. And Nazim Khredbom also on Facebook says, yeah, the guy has good leadership. No, thank you. I try. And then Obu Peng says, I applaud you, Mr. Baloi. Uh, can you please teach illiterate comrades how to use their money and run councils? Okay, uh, I forget they do not have qualifications. They're just appointed because they throw stones and some of them come from exile. In a nutshell, I'm, I'm listening and uh, he's in uh, Matseng, in Dao. Okay, greetings to the people of Dao. <laughs> <laughs> this energy, this passion, where does it come from? Obviously... Socialized very early, mom mm -hmm. was strong. But on your own, where does this energy come from? Because it's it's tough in those offices. It, it really is. But you know, when you're doing what you should be doing, uh, it just comes very naturally because you're in sync with yourself and with the universe as well. So it just it flows. And also the fact that I'm I've got uh, I think I've got one of the the best jobs. 
um, which is to shape realities, to serve communities, and to see things change materially from one financial year when there's no road to the next when there's a road, and to see the type of impact we make with uplifting our people, access to land, security of tenure. I mean, those are powerful things. That and you agriculture should, as well. Because I'm told you, you do quite a bit in, in terms of agriculture mm. and making sure that households have got something on the table. Certainly. And, and, and I think one of the things we've lost as communities is our ability to feed ourselves and are relying more on woolworths or the lady in the street in the corner selling vegetables when you've got even that small piece of land you can farm and eat something from. So my mother used to, uh, when she was not working, I mean, she had a, she had a garden, sorry, so she had a garden who lived off the garden. So I, I know that. I don't know this thing of uh, saying, I can't, I, I, I don't have this. Hey, I, don't I, I don't know that thing. That, my mother that shouldn't exist in a vocab these days. Eh? Yeah, Life it, is too short to say I cannot. A mindset like that. So so we never had that mindset or that, hey, no, I'm skeptical, I'm sorry. I'm, no, 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 you, you had to get things done. You've got two hands, you, you must keep it moving. So that's the type of thing my mother instilled in us, that, no, you've got hands, do something. So I'm quite passionate about just the principle of saying to our people, you can do it for yourself. Let us meet you halfway. So as a government, I mean, uh, because there's many people who want to partner with us and help me with this, help me. With, for, for us as a government, a, a, a key uh, requirement is sweat equity. Show us what you've done first. Meet us halfway. Because if you work with that type of people, the, the chances of success is higher than those who are saying, uh, can say it all ahead, but have not even moved one inch to demonstrate something. Yeah. And I think we need to deal decisively with that culture and instill and create a different national identity and culture of a type of South African person. And I think you could imagine, w- with what we've been hearing about Rwanda, you can already craft an identity of what a typical Rwandan person is who lives in a clean area, who yes. I mean engages in all of these things. Now it, it, it becomes an, a, an, a national identity and a culture of that country or a subculture as Everybody well. Everybody talks about it. Exactly. So why can't we form and create a new thing for us where a South, there's a new South African mindset when we're angry with government, we don't barricade things, we don't burn things, we don't do all of those things, but we engage and vote people out and vote in new people and hold people to account. We look after our, our own areas. Uh, we don't dirty our own areas and complain to government and say but hey my area is dirty what are you doing and while you are the one part of the problem so so i yes. think there's a there's a big mindset that we must change and, and really deal with decisively because it's going to be the end of us we won't make it anyway if we don't change this mindset of entitlement mindset of when you are angry to destroy things because so because we must show how angry we are right now let, let's go and do the worst thing if you're angry because there's no school you go and burn a library uh, there's no water you go no i that mean those things me are setting us back that gives me a headache i promise you blue dot status i like that talk to us about that blue dot status um look for 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 me i think in a number of things that you have to consider on on what you're doing on a day-to-day um one has to be quite clear and uh, and also accept the simple fact that uh, what we do today inspires or sets the tone for those who are coming after us. So it's quite important for people when they occupy positions of leadership, of influence, such as yourself. Hey, to no, you're, you're the man. No, no, such as yourself. Because many people <laughs> listen to you on a day-to-day basis. So you're actually giving people permission to dream, to do to aspire to do what you do, those who may not even think it's possible, but the fact that you are there in that space, I think you've got a responsibility to be able to, to, um, uh, I mean, give others people or other people that a, 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 
I mean, the permission for them to dream and aspire and to do these wonderful things. So I think people in our positions must really do well, really mm-hmm. inspire and ignite that passion. She. Do you have time to unwind? Go with the guys. Go out with the guys and have fun. It's really sometimes you know this position is very limiting. There's some things which, uh, by virtue of the position you hold, you you can't really continue. Uh, you have to stop and live a disciplined life because you're a public representative. So even though there's nothing wrong with how you spend your heart and salary, but there's always that level of being aware and conscious of what people may perceive to an extent, you know. So and and you you can't uh, weigh. I mean, situation is really bad, and you're being living a lavish life. So you have to always be conscious of societal constraints and constraints of your position as someone who leads society as a whole and be mindful and circumspect of your behavior and conduct as well. Because I don't just represent the Baloy clan anymore, unfortunately. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, that proud of you, though. So, yes. so I now represent uh, um, an entire municipality and at times I represent my country when I'm out of the, the country in other areas uh, part yes. of the world. So it's a big responsibility. Hey. Yeah. Sacrifice. So no fun. There's no chance I could find you, uh, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you you do those things, you know, just to keep normal and be with ordinary people. Yeah. Sure. The next five years for you? I don't know. I don't know. But what are the wishes and hopes? No, I've got two and a half years left, which is 2021. I'm focused on on a strong finish. Uh, The rest will happen by God's will. You're a spiritual person. Yes. Your favorite uh, passage in the Bible? Give to Caesar what is due to Caesar. So it means to those who's listening now, pay your rates and taxes. <laughs> <laughs> pay your water account, pay your, <laughs> your electricity account, pay your rates and taxes. People, please. That's, that, that I've made that my favorite quote because everywhere I go, I try and enforce the pay your rates and taxes. The water you get is not for free. Municipalities must buy from rainwater. We buy electricity from ESCOM. Pay your water and lights account. Assist our country. So if people, if our people can go and pay tithe at a church, but you can't even pay, and you, you, you even buy water which was prayed for. Municipal water, but you don't pay your water at home. Please, let's get our priorities straight. First, deal with issues of a municipality. Pay your water, pay your lights, pay your assessment rates, be a responsible citizen and participate and help your country in the development. So we must service our consumption. No, you must. It's not for free. There's, there's nothing for free. Someone is paying for it. There's nothing for free. You said it, Mr. Mayor. You said it. It wasn't me. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> A quick SMS from uh, The Real Hustlers says, please ask Mr. Maloy, what's his plan around SMMEs in Midvale, specifically because it is dominated by engineering companies? Look, we, we're working where, uh, I mean, quite hard to deal with issues of expanding our economic base and dealing with at the very base uh, and, and getting more people included through programs like Sebenzam Bogoto, which is a scheme we're setting up for women who are in the informal trading to give them a grant so they can start. I mean, women in informal trading are doing a hell of a lot to us and we, and we don't even recognize them. They are the real entrepreneurs, by the way. 
So we must find a way of stimulating them there at the uh, informal trading space and get them to graduate to the formal space and assist them to work back into the value chain of their business from someone selling tomatoes and potatoes to ultimately owning a farm in, 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 in a generation. That will be really awesome. So that's part of our long-term strategy, but also looking at ways to uh, facilitate entry of SMMEs through our supply uh, development, through capital projects. But at the same time, we also in, uh, encourage our SMMEs not to see government as the only client. So diversify, look at the value chain of the ind- of the GDP in Midfile, the industries in Midfile, whatever the, the value chain and where they procure things outside of our economy or municipal boundaries, let's try and localize that. So there's opportunities that are there, but it requires people who actively pursue. Because as a municipality, well, we understand our, re- our role and we can't do everything. Please don't hit me. It's okay. I'll buy you tea. Time doesn't allow us to go on. I wish we could go on. But thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Congratulations on your audits. And uh, congratulations to your staff as well and everybody you work with. Uh, let's hope that uh, you continue like that the next two years. Let, let it be definitive as well. Thank you so much. really appreciate the recognition. I'll definitely pass that to my team. Please fly the flag. And, thank you. Thank uh, very well done. The executive mayor of uh, Midval Municipality. If it's a birthday today, you share it with uh, Donald Sutherland. He's 84 years old today. Camilla Parker is 72. Um, G- 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 David Hasselhoff, Mr. Knight Rider, is uh, 67. Angela Merkel, 65. And Deborah Jomo Sono, 64. That's our show. Have a great day. God bless.